Hi guys, welcome to the Onyx Yoga Studio podcast. I'm Denise, a teacher at Onyx and podcast host, and today I'm interviewing John Catone. He's one of our teachers, so go ahead and introduce yourself, John. Uh, thanks, Denise. Uh, my name's John, and I've been teaching at Onyx for, I shouldn't have done that. I think it's been like a year, maybe a year and a half. Um, I did my teacher training in 2016, and um, yeah, I teach one day a week, Wednesday mornings at 9.15, so if you haven't taken class with me, come check it out. Yeah, definitely. Um, in today's interview, we're going to actually discuss uh, a specific topic rather than only discussing um, John's personal yoga journey. So the topic that we're going to discuss is self-care. Um, and I think that self-care is kind of one of those terms right now. It's like a hot term. It's mm-hmm. being thrown around a lot, and which is really good because it's really important to practice self-care. Um, but in this episode, we're going to do kind of a deep dive into what that actually is and what practicing self-care actually looks like. So, John, how would you define self-care? Um, I'd probably define self-care as like maintenance. Like a lot of people look at it as something that they have to like, you know, set time aside for to like, um, you know, like that one day a week where they, you know, go get a pedicure or get a massage or something like that. But it's really, for me at least, it's something that it, it allows me to be more sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, yeah, I would say maintenance. Maintenance. Yeah. Interesting. And why is it, I feel like you kind of just touched on it, but why is it so important to do this maintenance? Um, Well, especially for, you know, people who are practicing yoga or yoga teachers, um, if we're constantly giving and not, you know, replenishing, then you end up in a space where you can't give anymore. And I kind of like, for me, that's kind of how I got introduced to self-care was like I was constantly um, emptying from a cup that didn't really have much in it. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I needed, you know, to take a drink, there wasn't much left. Um, So I, you know, I, I kind of like hit a a point where I didn't have a choice. Like I had to learn how to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was really fortunate to have a family member who was able to like kind of instruct me and like show me the way. And, um, yeah. So that's how I kind of like got into self care and stuff like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and you know, can you share like maybe just some of the differences, like your Life before self-care yeah, and for life sure. after <laughs> self-care. <laughs> yeah, so I would say life before self-care was prob- was exhausting. You mm-hmm. know, it was very exhausting. Um, it was very daunting. Like, I just remember, like, waking up in the morning and not being excited about what I was doing. And not to say that every single day that I wake up, I'm, like, you know, ready to go. Um, but I would say that it was just... It was one of those things where, like, having to do things for other people or having to just, like, you know, go to work and, you know, do my everyday things was just exhausting. And um, what's the word that I'm looking for? It was, like, very uh, very daunting to, like, mm-hmm. have to sit there and, like, think about all the things that I had to do because I just knew that I wasn't in a space to, to be able to do all that. Right. And then post-self-care. And then post-self-care... It's pretty cool. Um, It's, I mean, I do a lot of different, you know, self-care routines, which we're probably going to talk about. Um, But I would say post-self-care for me, it's, it's exciting. I mean, I'm able to do more. I'm able to, um, to kind of give back more. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I'm able to appreciate relaxing now, which is really nice because that's something that I wasn't able to do. I was in like a state of constant go, 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 where um, if I wasn't doing something, I didn't feel like I was being productive. Mm -hmm. Whereas now, you know, tapping into a, um, you know, a self-care routine lets you see the productivity in doing nothing as well. You know, yeah. just being able to like recharge and um, get yourself back to a point where you're able to, to mm -hmm. do again. Um, so I'd say that life with self-care is a lot better. For sure. Awesome. I, I absolutely agree. It's, um, yeah, I think for a long time, I, I did not see the value in downtime mm -hmm. and like intentionally, you know, setting aside, setting aside time for downtime. And now that I do, I mean, I just, I feel more productive when mm -hmm. I'm, you know, doing tasks. Yeah. So. Yeah. I feel like less, I feel less spiteful when I have to do things. Like there's mm -hmm. less resent when I actually have to go and like, you know, like something like this, like there's yeah. no challenge with having to do it because I have the energy to come here and do these things. Right. So. Awesome. So do you, I mean, what are your favorite self-care practices? And yeah, you could just start with. So, yeah. So I would say one of my favorite self-care practices would I'll, I'll start with like the basics, which would be yoga. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm something that everybody listening can probably relate to, but, um, that's been something that I've incorporated daily into my life. Um, and it's also something that the thing that I like about it is that you can kind of tailor it to what you're needing in that day. Uh, because self-care isn't always going to be, you know, laying down and relaxing or getting a massage. You know, sometimes it's going to a Bikram class, you know, mm -hmm. or, you know, going to Jane's class and, um, having her, you know, fire things up and everything like that. So it's not always, you know, relaxing, laying down and just being, um, you know, resting and stuff like that. Sometimes my self-care is exercising or, um, sometimes it's, you know, making food for myself, something like yeah. that. Um, and then I would, the other, another, um, tool that I use for self-care would be, um, essential oils. So I incorporate them a lot into my lifestyle. Um, I, you know, every single day I apply them, um, ingest them, inhale them, um, we diffuse them at home and stuff like that. And so it's just, for me, that's a way to kind of like reconnect to myself because what, um, essential oils do is they help you tap into the emotional centers of the brain. Um, so they target the limbic system, which is in control of the emotional centers. And so it just, it's a way for me to kind of like, um, unclog the mind, you know, and like yeah. see things a little bit more clearly. And, um, I have my little, you know, morning ritual that I do every morning of where I'm putting this and that and stuff like that. And, you know, it's fun for me because it's almost a way to like to start my day, um, you know, where I know that I'm going to be starting off on a good foot. Right. Yeah. So can you actually go a little bit more into what you do in the morning? Because yeah. I, I think this is really valuable. It was a game changer for me. Um, I read a book called Miracle Morning. Oh, yeah. And I read that. Actually, Makunda recommended that one to oh, me. Oh, uh, mm -hmm. interesting. So. Yeah. I had a friend, I was actually at a wedding, and um, someone that I hadn't talked to in a long time from high school, who just knew I was into yoga, he was like, hey, you know, did you ever read this book, Miracle Morning? It's not really yoga, but it's like mindfulness practices to do in the morning. And I hadn't read it at the time, so after the wedding, I like, you know, it was just in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll order that book. So I got it, and it talks about, like, just the importance of having a morning ritual. For sure. Because... It actually gets you, like, to be excited mm -hmm. 
on a work day, you know, not yep. just on like a weekend, on yep. a work day to get up and do something for, for yourself. And the book had like um, really structured things to do. Like I, I know he has a few different books, but the one that I read, you know, it was like 10 minutes of meditation, 10 minutes of journaling, mm-hmm. 10 minutes of visualization. Um, There's like an acronym exercise. that he uses. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it like SAVE or something like that? SAVE, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, at first when I read the book, I really stuck to exactly what he said. But then I kind of also realized that, you know, if I had one morning where I wanted to read like for 20 minutes instead of 10, like, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of wouldn't be so like rigid with it. But it's just the same idea, like getting yeah. up and having a ritual. Something to do. Yeah. You know, yep. it's something that you like to do it kind of changes the way your whole you feel about your whole day yeah so i'm curious to know what your yeah so my morning routine so like first thing in the morning i always um where my bedroom's located it looks um i can always see the sunrise in the morning so first thing in the morning when i wake up i always look out just to see like what it looks like out there Mm -hmm. um and i do that for a couple of reasons one to just to be like grateful for the sunrise coming up um, and two, it kind of just gives me a, um, a way to, to, to figure out like how I want to spend my day. You know, like if it's a nice day, then I can plan to, to be outside more. If it's like a rainy day, I can plan to be a little bit more like reflective and, you know, do things around the house. So it kind of gives me, um, a gauge for how my day is going to be. Um, after that I get out of bed, um, I start my morning with a warm glass of water with lemon oil in it. Um, I have that every morning without fail. And after my lemon water, the next thing that I do is I take a, um, it's a supplement that's provided through the Young Living Company, which is the essential oil company that I use. Um, and it's called Ninja Red. I don't know if you've ever heard of it before. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's a wolfberry supplement and, um, I take that every morning after my, um, my lemon water. And then after that, um, I'm a dog trainer. So I tend to have a lot of dogs at my house. So once I do my my morning drinks and stuff, I start walking everybody and, you know, getting everybody out to potty. So, I mean, for me personally, there's never really a day where I can wake up and just like sit, you know, Mm -hmm. it's always like I have to get up and just go and, you know, be ready for it. So I think, um, you know, my little morning ritual, that little pause that I take before Mm -hmm. kind of gives me the space to be able to like take on all those tasks without feeling like, you know, overwhelmed or, you know, anxious about all the things that I have to do because I know that first thing in the morning, I get like a little bit of time to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, after all that stuff, um, as far as like a daily routine, there's, um, there's a blend that I apply to the soles of my feet every day, which is Valor. Um, I apply frankincense to, you know, the crown of my head every day. Um, there's just like, there's different things that I do daily and for different, you know, when I'm teaching, there's certain oils that I'll use. Um, when I'm practicing, there's certain ones that I use. So there's different, you know, I have a nighttime routine. Um, it's a, it's a pretty in-depth <laughs> procedure. Wow. Yeah. I would say my, my like nighttime routines, probably that takes me about 15 minutes to like complete all of my, my rituals that I do. Cool. Yeah. So that's, um, and usually nighttime, like my routine consists of applying my oils, um, I ingest, there's um, copaiba, which is one that I ingest every single night. Um, It's good for, like, the nervous system and stuff like that. Um, Frankincense, I ingest every night, just putting it into, like, a little capsule. Mm -hmm. Um, And then every night, I always end my night with, like, tea of some sort, just, like, something warm. Mm -hmm. Wow. 
I've heard that the warm drinks in the, right when you get up and yeah. at night. Well, are... and so especially like this time of year, I do a lot of um, like warm tea, um, warm water. I drink mm -hmm. like or eat a lot of soups and stuff like that. Because mm -hmm. um, if you, I think you just said that you did like an Ayurveda training or one of your trainings well, covered one of it a little my, bit. Yeah, I in my two hundred hour training, which was probably eight or nine years ago, my teacher was really into Ayurveda. Okay. And that was really the first time that I got introduced to it. So um, as part of our training, we read two Ayurveda books. Okay. Um, it's pretty interesting. My After that, I had studied yoga with other teachers that like were kind of, you know, I don't want to say that they were less into it personally, but it right. wasn't as big a part of their training. Mm -hmm. Um. I recently did a restorative yoga teacher training where that teacher was very Ayurvedic-based. She right. was actually an Ayurvedic practitioner. So even the way that she taught doing restorative yoga was, you know, she talked a lot about different doshas and mm -hmm. what's restorative um, depending on the person. Right. Not just what is restorative yoga, you know, um, in a broad sense. Right. So, yeah, she... Um, took our pulses. I mean, she she really she talked a little bit about eating, and mm -hmm. she actually um, recommends like everything warm, everything cooked. Yeah. So yeah, and so like especially this time of year, because um, it's very airy, it's very cold and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So um, the Ayurveda teachings will say, you know, a lot of warm liquids. Um, they'll tell you to actually apply oils to the body. Mm -hmm. um, that's part of it to, you know, because the, the reason why they're asking for a lot of warm liquids is so that you can moisturize from the inside out. Mm -hmm. um, and then the applying of the oils topically allows you to moisturize from the outside in. Um, so with, you know, the winds and the cold and all that stuff, there's, I mean, everybody gets dry skin in the wintertime. Yeah. You know, it's something that's almost unavoidable. And I say almost because there are ways that we can avoid that through, you know, taking care mm -hmm. of ourselves. Interesting. Yeah. So how did your kind of Ayurvedic journey start? Did you, did you... I wouldn't necessarily say that I like follow Ayurveda very uh -huh. much. Um, there's like little bits and pieces that I take from it. It's mostly like things that I've heard in passing and tried out and I was like, oh, this, you know, this yeah. works for me. Um, so I wouldn't, you know, I don't, I don't really cling to that. I don't really follow it very strictly. Yeah. Um, but... I would say it started um, after my teacher training, really, because um, mm -hmm. I did my teacher training here, and I don't know if, I think you did your teacher training here, right? I did. I did the 200-hour in Princeton before Onyx had a teacher You did training. your 300-hour here. And then I did a 100-hour with Amy Mead. Beth Jane was in that training, okay. Sherry. We had a few Onyx teachers. And then I did the 500-hour at DIG. Okay. But so many of, like, Jane was in that training. Sherry so that's was probably in that why you know, I just that's, assumed that you trained here. Yeah, because yeah. I trained with a lot of our teachers, okay, but not at sense. Onyx. Yeah. So um, when we when I did my teacher training here, um, Shannon actually had um, Tierney. Mm -hmm. So Tierney's a good friend of mine, and she is a um, an Ayurvedic practitioner. And she came in and she, you know, talked to us about the doshas and stuff like that. And I do remember you know, her talking about, you know, drinking the warm liquids and stuff like that. And there was other things that she probably talked about that I unfortunately haven't practiced. Yeah. Um, or they, you know, they just slipped through the cracks or whatever it is. But, you know, there was a couple of things that I really did, um, you know, take home with me and, and applied and um, definitely noticing differences, you know, especially um, with like seasonal um, depression and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of us tend to get a little bit more, um, it's a little bit more difficult to get like excited about the day, you know, in the yeah. winter time. 
And so, you know, the, the warm liquids and stuff are really good because they help turn the, the body on. They wake everything up so that you're, you know, you're ready to go. Everything's, mm-hmm. you know, revved up. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's something that, like I said, I don't really practice um, religiously, but I definitely, you know, take some things from it. Yeah. I actually want to get back to uh, the nighttime routine stuff mm-hmm. because I think, like, because I've grown to be a morning person, I was yeah. not always, but because I am now, I find that um, in the morning, you know, I wake up and I could do these routines and these rituals and kind of feel ready for the day, but then at night, I feel like it's actually hard to disconnect from the day, yeah. um, and I think, like, even just talking to some of my coworkers, they're like, oh, you know, last night I was trying to wind down, but then my husband was you know, going on and on about, like, what if this and what if that? And then I started yeah. thinking about my kid going to college. And so I feel like we meet, like, grounding at night yep. is something so much, so many of us could use. But because our days are so full and, like, as Makunda says this a lot, we live in a society, what does he call it, mass distraction or yeah. something? Yeah. <laughs> we have, like, these, we're always distracted. Yeah. Um, it's so hard to, like, rest. So Yeah, so one thing that, um, which I failed to mention, I shower every night. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I shower. And one of the reasons why is because I almost, like, use my time in the shower as, a, like, a way to, like, wash the day off. You know, because it's, like, um, you know, especially, like, you know, teaching or just, you know, I, you know, I deal with a lot of dogs all day and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So there's just, there's a lot of emotion and there's a lot of... Um, you know, energetic stuff that I kind of, you know, carry through my day. So at nighttime, I like to kind of just wash that all away so that when I do practice my self-care routine, I'm not thinking about, you know, the, the traffic that I was sitting in or, yeah. you know, the, the little things. Yep. Um, so that's one way that I kind of start to, um, to decompress at night. Um, I also like to do like Epsom salt foot baths, which is super easy um, to incorporate into your routine because you can literally sit in front of the TV and do that. You know, you right. just need like a little... Um, small tub and you know Epsom salts are really good for um, for cleansing for detoxing um, super rehydrating so Mm -hmm. especially around this time of year it's a good way to um, replenish not only like um, the moisture in the body but also like magnesium levels and stuff like that which is super important for brain health Um, so there's you know I guess for me because I've seen such a benefit in practicing the self-care that it hasn't really it's, it's, it's something I look forward to, you know, like I don't look forward to sitting down on my couch. Like I look forward to like, you know, putting all my oils on and making my tea and then sitting down Mm -hmm. on the couch. Because for me, it's kind of like if you walked into the yoga room and just laid in Shavasana, you know, like you're not done. You're not ready for that. You You need the practice. You need to do the things first before you can actually like decompress. So there might be, you know, some things that you, you know, make sure that there's no dishes in the sink. You know, yep. like do your laundry, like make sure that the house is clean so that when it is time to relax, like you actually have the space to do that. Right. So it's almost like kind of like paying attention to environment, tending to those needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have like a, 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 a mental rule for myself that like if something takes less than two minutes to just do it, you know, like there's really no reason to put something off that takes less than two right. minutes. Everybody has two minutes. Right. So if, like, I make a dish in the sink or something and I have two minutes, I'll wash it before I go and sit down. You know, this way when I do have, you know, it's 10 o'clock at night and I want to sit down and, like, you know, have a foot bath or something, I'm not like, oh, I have to do the dishes. Right. You know, so it's just there's, like, little things that we can do during our day to kind of prepare ourselves for that time if we make the choice to do those things. 
Right. You know, it's, it's like a trade-off. Right. You know? It's interesting because you said in the beginning self-care is like maintenance. So mm-hmm. it's almost like the more you kind of pay attention to your own maintenance, like internally, you know, I feel like by default your your space is going to reflect that too. Because Absolutely. you're paying attention to how everything affects you internally, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to want to take care of your space around you because you know and you're yeah, you aware. Yeah, you start to see where you're getting in your way. Yeah. You know, like I've really, there's times where I've, you know, gotten frustrated with myself because I didn't set myself up to be able to perform the things, like the, mm-hmm. you know, the self-care things that I want to do for that day. Um, or there's times where I've, you know, not been able to go to that yoga class because I, you know, needed to get the dishes done or something yeah. like that. So it's it's really all about just kind of like always... Um, just always being prepared, you know, like always making sure that you're doing the things that you need to do so that you can do the things that you want to do, mm-hmm. you know. Letting go of that procrastination. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's a tough one because it's something that um, comes really easily for most people. Yeah. You know, it's really easy to, especially nowadays with, like Michael says, the, the weapons of mass distraction, it's, it's so easy to sit down. I mean, most people who are sitting on the couch with the TV on have their phone in their hand. Yeah, you're not you know? even so paying attention. You're not even watching what, the TV right. that you have on. You've got, you know, so many other things going on. So it's just, I mean, I, I try to be really mindful about, you know, how I'm using my time and mm-hmm. what I'm using it for because I know in the long run um, it's going to be annoying to wash the dish, but I know in the long run that I'll be happy that it's done. You right. know, or it's, it's annoying to, to vacuum the house, but I know that I'll be happy when I'm sitting on the couch at night not, you know, looking at dog hair on the floor. Right. You know, it's just, it's little things like that. There's a trade-off. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I agree with that. Um, so, I mean, it sounds like you are just so set in these routines of self-care. Like, you've got your morning ritual, you've got your evening ritual, you know, you really know what you're doing with these oils, and you practice yoga. Um, but, I mean, do you ever kind of, fall into a pattern or a few days where you let these things go or you're too busy or you know whatever and then what does what does that feel like like yeah so I so I would say in the beginning of my um the beginning of like my yoga journey missing a yoga class would have like destroyed my world you know like not being able to practice I would have like (laughs) I I don't know what I would have done Uh you know it would have been a really uh scary place for a lot of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but at this point, I I have so many different tools right now, and that's it. Like, I don't really like. There's, you know, I have my main ones, but I have like little things. Like, you know, if I'm in the car, instead of listening to the radio, I'll put on mantra. Mm-hmm. You know, like so. I have other little things that I can do. Where, like, let's say I'm too busy to, you know, do all my, you know, my nighttime routine, or I'm too tired, or something like that. I know that I've already kind of like chipped in little bits of self care throughout the day. Yeah. Um, so again, it's, it's almost like trying to just fit it in wherever you have the time for it. You know, like if you're somebody who works at a desk from nine to five, if your lunch is 20 minutes, why can't you use two minutes to like sit in quiet? Mm-hmm. You know, like it's two minutes. Yep. It's not a lot of time. Um, so it's just about, you know, it's, it's making the decisions of, um, you know, what's important to you. For me, it's yeah. important to, to make sure that I'm caring for myself. So yeah, I do miss some days and when I do miss them, um, because I've done them so consistently, I don't really notice much of a um, a shift right now. Right. Um, but I would say if I continue to be consistent in missing uh, my opportunities to, like, provide myself that self-care, I would probably – it would be challenging. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, um, I, I 
definitely went through that phase with yoga specifically yeah. where, you know, in the beginning, and one of my teachers, Jason Crandall, says this, like, it's not just yoga that's like this. It's kind of like anything that you take up, any hobby, any skill, you know, the biggest learning curve is in the beginning mm -hmm. because in the beginning, you know, you're taking so much in, mm -hmm. um, you kind of reach a place where, you know, not in a bad way, but you do plateau, you know, you're not, you're not changing or evolving as much as you once were, mm -hmm. but at the same time, you're in a very good place, you know, when, when right. you had that phase. So I remember, um, when I you know, was really like going to yoga studios pretty much every day, um, I had came to Onyx, I think it was like a Saturday, and I was dry, I had slept out and I woke up, I think I was probably like drinking the night before, but I woke up and I was like, oh, you know, I definitely want to do yoga today, like I drank last night, I want to, you know, I like need to get back on it. my, yeah, <laughs> and so, uh, it was like starting to snow on the way to Onyx and um, I got here and the studio was closed because of the weather. But I actually was totally fine with it. I like kind of just like saw there was no cars and I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I walked up to the door and it was locked. So I was like, oh, you know, they probably just closed today because of the weather. And I was totally okay with it. I was like, oh, you know, it is what it is. And then as I got back in my car and I was driving away, I had this, like, epiphany. I was like, holy crap, like, six months ago, I would have freaked yep, out yep. and been like, like not just for yoga, but just for anything I wanted to do. I would have had the whole drama, like, oh, mm -hmm. you know, I drove there. You know, yep. why I could I drive there. Gas. Why? Yeah, why couldn't they just open? I mean, you know, like, yep. and I was like, yep. wow, I'm totally fine with the fact that, like, it's snowing, yep. it's winter, yep. it's closed, it's okay. Yep, yep. <laughs> like, it's, you know, because you kind of, you do these practices so much that are just good for your well-being. They're good for your mental state, you know, that when life happens, you yeah. just deal with it better. Which is why, like, <laughs> I, yeah, and that's kind of why I try to have a bunch of different self-care tools mm -hmm. because, I mean, you can't attach yourself to one thing, you mm -hmm. know? I mean, that's part of the practice of yoga is not attaching yourself because you never know, you know, there might be a day where I, I won't have access to my oils, you know, um, there might be a day where I won't have access to a studio. Right. Um, there's going to be a day where I'm not going to have access to look outside my bedroom window and see the sunrise. Right. You know, so for me, it's it's kind of just like being, um, and gratitude actually is, is part of the self-care practice, just being grateful for the tools that you do have and, you know, for being able to use them. Um, because, like I said, you might not always have them. So mm -hmm. I don't really like to, you know, as much as I... I um, I cling to my little, my morning routine and my night routine. Um, it's not, it's not detrimental for me if I lose it because I kind of already know that it might be gone one day. Right. You know, like you can't really attach yourself to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, so this, you know, I feel like you're in this, this really good space of self-care of self-maintenance it's almost like self-regulation in a way yeah. um so you know you're i was going to ask you know what it's like when you don't do those things but we touched on it it's not dramatically different because it's so much a part of your routine you know that it's okay it's, yeah I'll, i <laughs> mean know? i can talk about like you know when i first um because i was i was talking about how i um you know, self-care wasn't really an option for me. It was yeah. something that I needed to incorporate. Um, and I remember at the time, um, 
the things that I needed to do, my aunt, um, she was the one who kind of gave me the, um, the guidelines of like, this is how you need to take care of yourself mm -hmm. because it, you never really taught that, you know, like you're taught so many different things in school, but you're never actually taught how to take care of yourself. Right. Um, and so some of the, like, I wasn't allowed to eat, um, like sugar. I wasn't allowed to eat, um, white flour. Um, there was, you know, I had to take these supplements. Uh, she asked, or she instructed me to do yoga, you know, and there was all these things that she said, you know, if you do X, Y, and Z, you'll feel better. Yeah. And I just remember like, you know, I would do them and some days it felt great and other days I would do them and it sucked, mm -hmm. you know, and it just wasn't enjoyable or I didn't have the energy to do it or whatever it was. And, um, you know, it's one of those, it's kind of like a, it's not all like self-care isn't always going to be enjoyable. You know, like you're not always going to enjoy the thing that you need to do to care for yourself, but it's one of those things where if you're consistently caring for yourself, they mm -hmm. become more enjoyable. You know, like you kind right. of see the trade-off. Well, you're reaping the benefits at that point. Exactly. And then, yeah. No, that's that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, because I think sometimes, you know, just like I said in the beginning, self-care right now is like a buzzword. And um, everything that's like on social media that mm -hmm. says like hashtag self-care. Yeah, you it know, so comfortable. It's all really, <laughs> really like these like lavish things like getting a massage yep. or going to a yoga class or, yep. you know. Um, like essential oils, but then there's kind of that flip side where you're you're putting in work and time, oh and yeah, sacrifice, it's a lot of work. you know. Yep. Um. So maybe like if you like if you're at a beginning phase where you feel like you know what I really need to commit to me time. Maybe like I don't know. One night you kind of like would rather stay home on the couch and. Netflix binge. Yeah. But. And that's sometimes like that is self-care though. Yeah. You know, like yeah. sometimes you have to, and that's the thing, like you, you kind of have to like meet like every single day that the self-care can't be the same because yeah. you're not showing up the same every day. You know, like you can't expect self-care to always be a pedicure and a massage. Right. You know, like sometimes it's going to be going for a run. Right. You know, like sometimes it's, I mean, right now I'm kind of experimenting with um, eliminating caffeine from my diet, mm -hmm. you know? So for me, that's. I'll quote unquote self-care because it's something that's really difficult to, to deal with, you yeah. know, when, it, when you're used to drinking caffeine daily and now you're not, I mean, I know in the long run there will be some sort of benefit, at least that's what they're telling mm -hmm. me. <laughs> um, but right now it doesn't really feel that way. Right. But, um, yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely, you know, the word self-care kind of makes it, um, it implies comfort in a way. Yeah. And it shouldn't, you know, it's not always going to be something that's enjoyable. Right. Right. Even like doing a yoga pose that's like really uncomfortable, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. I mean, sometimes like I always tell But then you think students, of coming out of it. Yeah. You know, once you're and, out of the pose, and just you're like, moving oh. And feel, yeah. yeah. Like I tell my students all the time, I have been practicing yoga since I was in high school. And if I go a few days without it, like oh, my yeah. hips are get really tight still. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm in these positions mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh my God, this is uncomfortable, you know? But then just how I move after, like, with consistent practice is so much better. It's, yeah. it's worth that temporary, like, discomfort. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say, like, if if there's, like, if somebody's looking to just incorporate self-care and, like, doesn't know how, the most simple way that you can start to do that is just by starting your day, like, first thing in the morning with warm water and lemon. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, like, such an easy thing to do. It's very inexpensive. Right. Um, and it's... It's a good way, too, because, like, the, the way that I look at it, if I start my day caring for myself, then it kind of, like, there's, like, a snowball effect. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm not going to forget about myself later on in the day because I already started with myself. 
Right. You know, and so, or, you know, the flip side is if I don't end up, you know, doing all the other things for the rest of the day, I can go to sleep at night knowing that, like, I did my morning warm water. Yeah. You know, so, like, for me, like, that day was a win. Yep. You know, and then the next day I can try to do a little bit more. So it's not really about, you know, doing, you know, going to yoga and having a morning ritual and a night ritual and, you know, looking outside of the window, like, everyone's routine's going to be different. Yeah. Um, but I would say, like, if you're looking to kind of start some sort, like, somewhere, I would start with, like, just morning water. Yep. Warm start water in the simple. morning. Really easy. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. Um, and you'll actually, you'll definitely notice a difference, for sure. Do you find that people in your life, like you said, your aunt got mm-hmm. you onto this journey, does she, like, notice a difference in you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she lives out in Arizona, so she doesn't see me very uh-huh. often. Um, we catch up every once in a while, like, through phone calls and stuff like that. Um, but she she always laughs because she just she just thinks it's funny, that, yeah. <laughs> the change. Um, and even, like, you know, family members or friends of mine or, you know, um, just notice that there's there's something different. You know, yeah. and I would say it's just that I've I kind of learned how to take care of myself again. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I mean, if you had kind of like one message for your students, your yoga students, what do you think it would be? Like, I would say from my own personal experience, take care of yourself first. Yep. Definitely. Because I, for a very long time, I didn't. And, um, it, blows up on you eventually it definitely does I mean you can you know you can try to to hide and run away from it but it's going to catch up yep so taking care of yourself first is probably most important awesome all right well thank you so much for doing this episode and thanks for having me I can't wait to wake up tomorrow and have warm water there you go (laughs) yeah you have to report back (laughs) yes I'll be texting you yes Hey, you were right. (laughs) Exactly. There you go. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, check the schedule for John's class. Um, You said Wednesday, Wednesday morning, 9.15, hot. 9.15, hot. And um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys.